Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unleashing Possibilities podcast. This is your host, Mark. And today, I have a very special guest. Nina is joining us. Nina, would you take a few moments to introduce yourself? Thanks, Mark. Glad to be here. Once again, my name is Nina. I uh, have been with New Pathways for two years. Uh, my current role is uh, Youth Enrollment Manager. I am also a mentor here um, as part of the Level Up program. Uh, my mentee and I, Sherlyn, have been matched for a little over a year now since June. Fantastic. Thank you. So I invited Nina today to talk about commitment. And commitment is something here at New Pathways that we talk about a lot. We know it's a key ingredient in achieving success. And it really comes in a lot of different forms and levels. Sometimes we think it's just as straightforward as you're committed or you're not committed. But the truth is there there are varying degrees of commitment. It's more of a spectrum spanning from kind of surface level involvement, I'm committed on a very low level, to profound life-altering dedication to something. So in this episode, Nina and I are going to talk about the journey to explore the different commitment levels that we have in our own lives and discover how we can transition from some of those lower level commitments to more transformative level commitments, because that's where we get stuff done. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious for you, Nina, like when you think about the concept of commitment, what comes up for you? What thoughts, what feelings, how does that word resonate with you? Yeah. I think there's, what comes up for me is this sensation of um, like intensity when Mm -hmm. it comes to the word commitment. Um, Maybe because I'm thinking of maybe like a level three commitment or more of those transformative, right? Or what's what's the level of work or energy that it's gonna take for me to be able to follow through with this commitment that I'm giving my word to. Um, And I've also, in exploring um, this concept of commitment, um, I've realized that it, sometimes it's not that deep. Sometimes it's more surface level commitments and those I, I tend to jump on right away and just say, yeah, I'll do that. Um, but when it comes to those bigger um, commitments where there's a lot more at stake, um, I have to really sense into myself and, and my capacity, um, as well as um, what what my my interests are, um, and do, do they align? Um, do my values also align with um, the commitment that I am um, choosing to take on? Um, and also, I I want to. There's another aspect of. Do I have the skills to be able to follow through with this commitment? Is this maybe, is there maybe a, um, do I maybe need to develop some skills prior to being able to say yes to this commitment, right? Um, So how far is this, um, how far away is this goal that I'm wanting to commit to? And are there maybe some smaller goals that I could commit to before um, saying yes to the bigger one? 
And then do I have the support around me, right? Do I have the, those structures of support in place to ensure um, confidence in my abilities to be able to follow through on that commitment too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, as you were sharing, I, I really appreciated you bringing up the word intensity. And when I think of intensity, I think of energy. And uh, for me, when I think of commitment, uh, it really is around putting energy behind what I want to be up to, what I want to do, what I want to change or enhance. I heard a phrase once said, behind every complaint is a commitment. And so recognizing in our lives when something is happening that we don't like the way it's going, commitment becomes the pathway in which we can actually bring change to something, right? Um, And so I love too, as you already gave a little bit of a teaser away for these levels of commitments. You mentioned level three, and some mentors were bringing to you four levels of commitment. And so as we said earlier, it's not just about I'm committed or I'm not. It's really about there's varying degrees of commitment. And uh, so kind of sharing this framework, level one is what we would call the fun commitment. And this is where we're engaged in something as long as enjoyment persists. So as long as it's fun, it's enjoyable, I'm getting something out of it, I'm in it. Um, For me, I think of uh, kickball is something for me that's a level one commitment. So I have fun, I really enjoy it, but the day that I go and it stops being fun, probably not going to stay committed to, to kickball. Level two is the something better commitment. So here we have a willingness to commit to this activity, this goal, whatever it is, until a more enticing opportunity arises. So it doesn't necessarily have to be fun. I'm committed to it. But if another better alternative option comes available, suddenly my friends want to go to the movies with me or do something else that maybe seems like it's going to be more enjoyable or just better, then I'm out. So it's a little bit of a higher level of commitment than the fun commitment. And though I'm still not committed at a level where I'm going to stick through it, I'm going to follow through. So that's where we get to level three, which is the sacrifice commitment. So here we have a dedication to something in which we're giving away our ability to be comfortable in something. So we're relinquishing that comfort for commitment's sake. So I know that this commitment might be hard, it might be challenging, and I see the purpose, the value, the outcome that's going to be achieved. So it's worth it to go through the discomfort and the growth and the change to get there. And then we have level four commitment, and this is the whole world commitment, meaning that it's a commitment so profound, it reshapes our world. We change the way we approach life. We create the structures of support in our life, as you said. I develop and enhance the skills that I need to be up to this commitment that I want to take on. And these commitments really are rare and deeply impactful. And it's been said that for most of us, we probably only have one, maybe two of these levels of commitments, level four, in our lives. For those of you listening that are parents, parenting is oftentimes a level four commitment. You're committing to take care of this human being, um, and you really, you shape your whole world, right? You think about um, how you're going to be dealing with other commitments, and you reshape and you move those so that you can care for this human being in such a profound way. 
So it's okay to be at any of these four levels. However, as we strive for a specific future that we're trying to create, thinking about our mentees who are wanting to create stability in their future, we really have to be up to level three commitments uh, at some point to bring about that change. It really does require sacrifice and being in the discomfort to achieve those things that we want to achieve. So Nina, I'm just curious for you, what are some of the things that you're up to today? What are some of those things you're committed to? And where would you say they fall on the levels of commitment? Yeah, so the first one that stands out to me is my commitment to Sherlyn, my mentee. Um, that is definitely one where um, it's at a level three commitment. Um, I'm here to, I, I'm here to see it through. Um, it's been a little over a year and I'm, I went into it knowing that this was for as long as she'll have me, I will be committed to it. Um, and I know that things are going to come up throughout her journey. She's only 14 right now. She's about to be 15, um, soon. And, um, there's a lot that happens around those teen years and um, but I'm here with an open heart and an open mind and ready to um, allow myself to be moved by this relationship mm. that I have with her. I really appreciate you bringing that up because I think it's a really important acknowledgement for our mentors of recognizing that for all of us as mentors it really does require us to be at a level three which recognizes that we're giving up a lot of things in our lives. We're giving up t additional time and energy for our family members, for our friends, to be up to the hobbies and activities that we want to be up to. It doesn't mean we're giving up on those things. And it does, though, mean that we're giving up more time and energy to those things because we're committed to this, this mentee, this person that we made this commitment to. So, so thank you, mentors, for all that you're doing to be up to that level three commitment. It really is an amazing and um, impactful effort that does not go unnoticed. And something as a, as a mentor and, in, and also just in the work that I, I do with New Pathways and just my own development um, throughout this journey, I think about my bonds and my relationships with others outside of this, this space. Um, knowing that I am going to make a sacrifice at a level three commitment where it's going to be something, a relationship with my mentee is, it's going to be unconditional. I'm not expecting something in return. So do I have those relationships in place? That's part of the structures of support as well Is do I have those relationships I can go to where I can feel seen, heard, validated in my efforts. Right, and one of those relationships could be even just with my PC. Um, just having my PC validate me in my efforts and um, feeling seen in everything that I've been up to with my mentee is just, um, is a way that helps me stay at a level three commitment mm. with my mentee. I'm curious, are there any level one or level two commitments that you're up to? Can you think of anything that you're engaged in in life right now where you're like, you know what, this is a lot of fun, but I know that if the fun went away, I might not stick it out. 
Uh, level ones, I think a lot about um, the multiple hobbies that I tend to get into. Um, I'll buy art supplies and then they'll sit there for months <laughs> on end and because I just lose interest. Um, I was recently sick for a week um, uh, and I picked up my Nintendo Switch for the first time after I don't know how many months and started playing Animal Crossing. I had to go stomping roaches in like my house. So if you're if you've played Animal Crossing, you know what I'm talking about. But um, that's definitely like um, is would be at a level one commitment. It's just those hobbies that I tend to engage in, um, and um, it's also open my eyes to the importance of finding joy those things that bring me joy even if it is for some time and it is at a level one commitment it doesn't mean it's that I, I don't find it important or i'm not getting anything out yeah. of it um so and level two i thought about like dating <laughs> right when you're in that dating phase you're not quite going in expecting a level three mm-hmm. commitment with someone too soon so it's it's meant to be something fun and then if things are going well you might move up to a level two commitment and you're engaging with each other you're getting to know this other person and so your willingness to commit goes a little bit deeper until maybe a more enticing opportunity comes around or you know values don't align so therefore this was a great experience moving on right Thank you. So two things. So one, I've never heard anybody put dating in the levels of commitment, but it feels like it works, applicable. Uh, and two, I really appreciate you talking about how we, we all need level one and level two commitments in our lives. And so while, yes, level three is really oftentimes where stuff happens, stuff can still happen. Intentional stuff can still happen at level one and level two. And so while for the purpose of this podcast, we're talking about how do we help support our youth to be up to level three, we want to make sure that we're not creating the message that we have to always just be up to level three commitments and we're always just sacrificing and giving ourselves in a way that um, doesn't allow us to have fun in lives, life and doesn't allow us to really just enjoy and, and be in these great things. And it's not to say that level three commitments aren't necessarily fun and enjoyable as well too. So I, I appreciate that. So elevating to and, and really getting to a level three commitment, it's an acquired skill and um, it, it demands a lot of investment of time. It demand, demand, demands our energy, right? Again, we talked about intensity, dedication, resi- resilience, and a willingness to, to postpone immediate gratification. And again, you, we mentioned that as mentors, we have to be up to a level three. As we think about our mentees who are coming from impoverished backgrounds, this is a skill that oftentimes needs to be nurtured within them. For those of you that remember back to your mentor training, we talked about um, the mindset, the pattern of mindsets we see sometimes in those coming from backgrounds of poverty that they tend to be more present focused, uh, which makes sense because they're dealing with a lot of chaos, a lot of challenges, a lot of basic needs, necessities. And so I'm worrying about right now. And we also can see this mindset of things will never change. Um, This is just the way my life is. This is how my, my family's been dealt the, the hands, the cards, and uh, there's not a lot I can do to bring change. And so those are two big mindsets that uh, we have to really kind of work to overcome or expand to help our youth to see that we can focus in the future. That's how we bring change to our lives and that things can change. 
over time. And so commitment entails really looking ahead with hope, believing that our own thoughts, our actions, and our behaviors can affect change. And so we acknowledge that our mentees may grapple with commitment given these challenges. I love when I'm with my mentee, my youngest mentee, in the power-up sessions. He'll come up with these really innovative ideas for how he wants to work on his relationship with his mom or how he wants to prepare for that test that's coming up. And then I check in with him in the next week or the next couple weeks, and he hasn't taken any action. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't even touched it, thought about it, picked it up. And sometimes it's due to a lack of resources. We realize he was missing some really big support systems to help him with that. Sometimes it's he doesn't have the skills like you brought up earlier. And then many times it's just that he's not at the right level of commitment. He's not at that level three commitment yet. So I'm curious for you, Nina, with your mentee, what have been some things that you've observed around her and her own commitments? With Sherlyn, um, in reflecting back to the past year, I think maybe she's been, we've both been in attendance at our power-up sessions for 10 out of the 12, which was what is expected. So that to me, even though her level, her motivation may there, no matter whether she complains about it being too early for her, and a couple times it's been me bribing her with Starbucks <laughs> enough to get her to wake up in the morning and show up, but she she's shown up to at least ten out of the twelve for the year um, with the intention of continuing to show up to these power up sessions. That's great. Um, so uh, I can see her her commitment to the program in in that way. Um, and I believe that that shows to me from my mentee her that she has a level three commitment. Because if she had a more enticing opportunity, I think she'd still show up mm. because she knows that she gave her word. And um, that to me, um, that's what I sense into my mentee that she's making those level three commitments by being present at Power Up. Uh, around school, um, that becomes a little bit challenging because it becomes a more nuanced conversation, um, being aware of the realities of what our youth are facing in school. Um, there are some, uh, so, some more emotional, like mental barriers that could come up. Sometimes it's, um, for Sherlyn in particular, uh, there are a couple subject areas that she doesn't feel strong in. Um, so then that affects her motivation around school. Um, so she just started the school year. So we'll, um, we'll I'll check in prior to uh, the quarter and just see the first quarter and see where she's at in terms of her, her schoolwork. Um, I think she's made a couple of goals around um, turning in assignments on time. So uh, now that we're past the one year mark, think um, we're at a good place in our relationship now to start having those conversations um, to start getting to getting clear on where she's at and her levels of commitment around school and then build from there. Mm. 
and so just thinking about Sherlyn and her challenges and opportunities with school, I think mentors listening are probably thinking about, oh yeah, my own mentee is struggling there, or we have this whole list of goals that they worked on in the year-long goal planning session with RPC, and now how do we help support them in getting up to that level three commitment? So mentors, here are some ideas for how we can do that. I think a powerful way is first instilling belief by really helping our youth to see that we do really believe in them and we know they can do it. I think we can share that often with them. I think sometimes we probably do it here and there and why not do it every couple of weeks or or weekly when we're checking in on them that we do see this amazing potential within them. We also can promote possibility. So thinking again about combating a things won't change mindset, we can guide our mentees in recognizing program-driven shifts and celebrating even minor victories. So while yes, we want them to reach these longer-term goals, we can really celebrate every little step that they take along the way. And then that does also times require that we have to break down goals. Thinking about graduating high school, obtaining a driver's license, those can be bigger and feel like more daunting goals at times. So we can help our mentees to dissect these goals into more manageable steps, supporting them with progress and, um, and helping them apply lessons that they learned from each step to the next set of steps for that commitment. We also can encourage them to share their commitments with others. I know I've talked to my mentee before and I say, hey, does your mom know that you're up to this? Does your dad know you're up to this? And he says, no. And I say, well, why not? Like, let him know that you're wanting to take on this commitment, that you're wanting to be up to that. Because we know that this helps foster accountability and creates a stronger social network to be in that. Um, So then now mom and dad can be asking the mentee, my mentee, right? Hey, how are things going here? What are you learning? Uh, What can I support you with here as well too? We also, as mentors, can share our own personal stories. And, you know, I think for many of our mentees, sometimes the challenge of working towards level three commitments is, again, I may not see progress right away. I may not get the outcome I want right away. It feels really uncomfortable. And that's normal. It's part of life. And so I think as mentors, if we can share our own journey with that, of the challenges that we have faced when we've taken on these level three commitments in our lives and how it hasn't been easy, it's been messy, it, it doesn't look perfect along the way, I think our youth can let go of some of that concern that I'm doing it wrong, this isn't for me, I'm not doing it right. So sharing our own personal experiences with these types of commitments. And then I love that you brought up the importance of power-up sessions. So one, it's about giving our word. And power-up sessions really encourage, uh, I think, encourage an opportunity for our youth to be up to level three commitments because they get to see their peers at this level. So they get to hear about their experiences. They get to hear about their challenges, how they work through their barriers. And I think that offers inspiration and motivation for the youth that are trying to figure out how do I get myself up to that level three commitment. So when I can hear about another youth talking about how they've cha- they were challenged in school and how they worked through that barrier to be up to that level three, it's like, oh, I, I got some cool ideas or I'm not alone in this in, 
as well too. So I think making sure that we're showing up for those power-up sessions can really help to support our youth to be up to those level three commitments. I just shared a lot, and I'm curious, Nina, for you, what else do you think might be imp important in supporting our mentees around commitment? I think sometimes there needs to be a conversation around what is important for them and what's their idea of success um, for them personally. Um, oftentimes I hear um, mentees saying or youth sharing and power-ups about I want to make my parents proud. And so I often question when they say that is, I almost want to ask a follow-up question of like, well, what would make you proud? of yourself, right? Because so often they have a, they're going to school and adults are laying expectations for them. But when are we asking them to set expectations for themselves and what's important to them? So I think it's also important to, when we encounter roadblocks and we're seeing patterns and they're kind of in this cycle, mm -hmm. this loop where they're mm -hmm. stuck, maybe reassessing their values and saying, is this still something that's important to you? Mm -hmm there might be a reevaluation that needs to take place in terms of values and what's important to them. Um, so, Yeah, I think as mentors, we can make sure that we are checking in with our youth because we notice that they're not at that level three commitment. So maybe it's because it's not a level three commitment in their life right now. It's not as important as maybe we thought it was or as important as they thought it was maybe three months ago when they set that goal. And sometimes it might mean, well, let's just put that aside for now and let's focus on other things that you want to bring change and be up to level three commitments. And maybe we can come back to that a little bit later. And so that's okay. Things change, things evolve, and that's fine. Uh, so I appreciate that reminder about checking in around those commitments. So mentors, our call to action for you is first to reflect on your own commitments. Just take a moment to introspect and consider the commitments that you've made and the level three dedication that you've demonstrated in your own life. What have you learned from these experiences and how has commitment shaped your own journey? And this will aid you when you're supporting your mentee because you can share those personal experiences. Another call to action is to champion your mentee's learning. So as you encourage your mentees to commit, emphasize the importance of learning along the way and support them in being an active reflection, questioning, and gaining insights along that, along that journey. And be patient with them. Like, like Nina mentioned earlier, this is a skill set that we have to develop um, to be up to these certain skill, to be up to these certain levels of them. We also ask you to be patient with them as they navigate this skill, because this is, this is a new thing for them, being up to this type of level of commitment. So think about just as for yourself, this took development, this took skill building. Be patient. And then we also ask you to share your insights. So after listening to this podcast and as you have your next monthly support call with your program coordinator, tell them what your takeaways are, how you plan to implement some of the learnings from this episode, and ways that you want to nurture level three commitments with your own mentee. You know, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Mark. And mentors, thank you for listening. And until next time, keep unleashing possibilities.